Hello, it's Patrick from Expression, and I'd like to show you some changes coming up in the Moss plugin for Expression. Right now I'm showing you the design or layout interface of the Expression software, and what I want you to notice is in the left side there's a window pane here labeled Scene Manager, in which you see your thumbnails for the scenes that have been created for this particular project. But you'll notice there's some organizational tools here, they're called Categories. They look like little folders, and what they are, they're tools that the designer can create to give some structure and some organization to the scenes that they're working with within the project. The reason why I'm showing this to you is we're going to extend this over. I'm going to go into iNews and show you the plugin. Now, what you see in front of you is what you think you've always seen. You can see that there's a column of thumbnails and some fields for input, whatever the case may be here that you're used to seeing. However, this is a little different. I'm going to do a couple things here. I'm going to grab the right side of this window pane and I'm going to drag it way over. What you'll notice right away, I now have a much larger field of view for thumbnails. I also have a slider up here where I can scale the size of the thumbnails that I get to see. So I've got some really big thumbnails here. I've got the ability to click on two buttons here for expand all categories and contract or collapse all categories. Now, these are the same categories that the designer is using when they're creating the expression project. We've pushed them forward so that you can see them within the newsroom system. Now, what I want to do here is open up my lower thirds. I'm going to pick a template called On Air Talent. And what you'll notice, I've got some fields here, just what you think are normal. Well, I'm going to click in the upper left field. And you notice right away it looks like something I can type in, but if you notice all the way to the right, there's a little pull-down arrow that shows me that there's a list here. Now this is what we call a combo box, meaning it has a list, but I can type in it. Maybe I want this to say Tuesday, and that's not one of my options, so I type in Tuesday, and that's what the graphic becomes. This is a combo box. It's a combination of open typing and a list. Right below that, for the field of name, if I click in where the name goes here, you'll notice that I have a list of names. I can't type something new, but I can choose from the names that are in here. It also is changing the information of the line below, and it's putting in for this particular case the social media handle of this particular journalist. That part's pretty cool. So, so far I've shown you a list box and a combo box. I'm going to take these a little further in a couple minutes. I'm going to go to my filter and I'm going to type in OTS, and you'll see I have an OTS scene here. I'm going to double click on it, and since I've got a template populated already, if I double click it, you're going to see there's a little warning telling me that I've changed what's there. I'm not going to worry about that because it doesn't mean anything to me. Now, let's come over to the right side here, and we're going to notice that I've got my OTS in my editing window, and I've got a field here labeled Anchor L or R, and what this is for, my show has two anchors, and I might want this over-the-shoulder graphic on the left side, or I might want it on the right side. Traditionally, what people would do is type an L or an R and hope they don't mistype it or type lowercase when it should be uppercase. Well, check this out. If I click in the field, it becomes radio buttons. If I click on the R radio button, you'll notice that the graphic will move over to the right. If I click on the L, it moves back to the left. So there's another set of controls. Well, I'm going to go to a different spot here. I'm looking for flags, and I've got it's in here. It's called banner. Well. You'll notice that what I have here in my input fields, I've got a box labeled right flag, and it's got a zero in it. And you look at my graphic, I've got a flag on the left. Well, I'm going to click in here, and you notice what I get? I have a checkbox for show. If I click in the checkbox, look what happens. I show a flag on the right side. I unclick it, it goes away. So you've seen I've got checkboxes, I've got combo boxes, I've got radio buttons, I've got lists. 
Let's take those lists and combo boxes another step further. I'm going to go and look for my scoreboard. And this is really kind of cool. Check this out. I'm going to bring this scene up. Now, this is one of those things that haunts a lot of non-sports fans. So we've got a cool solution here. So here it says League. I've got a combo box where I'm going to choose, I'm sorry, a list box. I'm going to choose NBA. Next thing you know, I'm going to come down to the city name. I'm going to choose the city name, and it shows me teams in the NBA. So I'm going to click on Boston. And you notice that it populates not only the city name, but it populates the team nickname. I'm going to go down to the next one. I'm going to choose Chicago. And it populates the basketball team as the Bulls. Great. Well, I'm going to come back up to League. I'm going to change it to NFL. And I'm going to click on the city name again. And you Boston disappeared. How come? Because there's no football team in Boston. There's the New England Patriots, but they're not in Boston. So I've got a different list. I'm going to choose Arizona. And you'll see that it chooses the Arizona Cardinals. And if I come back down to, Chicago, to the city name and for Chicago, it's if I choose Chicago again, it changes from the Bulls to the Bears because the Bears is the football team name. So I've got the user input controls, what I like to call cascading, meaning I choose one and you, I can affect another. It's a really kind of cool way to play with all of this. Well, that part's all great. Now let's take this another step further. I'm going to click on templates. I'm going to go and look at my next selection here. Which you see, I've got my save graphics folders. I'm not going to worry much about that, but I've got my rundowns. Well, check this out. If I click on my rundown, you see I have now over here, this column is showing me the story names. And you can see that I've got line items for each of my graphics. I'm going to click on this button here, which will give me a scaler for my thumbnail size. So what I'm showing here is the thumbnails, the story information for each graphic, and you can see as I go between the different stories in my rundown, they're banded so I can identify where I'm changing stories, and I can see the story names, I can see the thumbnails for the individuals. I can also look at these as individual stories if I want to, and again, I can make the thumbnails bigger or smaller. Doesn't make a difference. If I want to keep them really small, that's great. I can make them a little larger. It's up to me how I want to use that. Now, this is all going to be user configurations. The other thing I want to make sure that I show you is in the project server. This is a request that came into us. The project server is where, in a central location, we store all the uh, scenes and projects that get used in the newsroom. Well, we've added a new tool here. You can see that we have roles for groups. Um, I could have journalist roles, I could have administrators, I have a graphic artist roles, and I've also got user roles. Well, I want you to notice that this particular user has a role, has been added to journalist. We get that. Well, check this out. If I go to shows, authorize user group, I can add. Maybe I want to have morning news assigned to this show. And what this means is users in the morning news group have access to the Apex News project. If they don't have access, they won't see it. They can't do anything with it if they're a newsroom user. They won't have access to see that. So that's how we can work on this with the controls of how, who can see what within the newsroom, as well as the designers and operators if that's the way you choose to handle it. So we've now got user control settings in this situation as well. Pretty cool. A lot of changes coming. Still a couple more, so keep watching.